Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Yay. Aw. Um, yeah. So how's it going, fucking dick on a dog head? You motherfucker. Um, it's going all right. I've been, like, sick the past three days. Aw. Yeah, I mean, I started to feel be- a little bit better yesterday. I'm feeling a little bit better than I did yesterday, so I don't know. We'll just take time. Oh, hey, man. Did I don't know. Cold or something. All you, stuffed up and shit. Okay. I was going to say, you didn't pick up a disease from one of these refugees that are coming in bringing all the disease into no. our country, did you? Just <laughs> popping a shitload of Sudafed and drinking a lot of water. Sudafed. Fucking making some meth at home. You got to get like a fucking prescription for Sudafed now. It's ridiculous. Uh, not up here. Dude, I, it's like they, I don't know if you know, cause for people out here, like I'm not, of course, just want to point that out. But for people who aren't into the drug scene, evidently Sudafed is like number one so, fucking med that you buy yeah, to make meth one or of the, something. Yeah. It's one of the main ingredients in meth. <laughs> See, like here in Texas, you can't get it just like it used to be on the shelf. You could just go buy Sudafed. Now, like the yeah. pharmacists have it behind the counter. You have to like, yeah, they, I, I, I can't remember the exact process, but I think if I remember properly. God damn it. I think you're supposed to crush it up. Uh-huh. And then I believe you boil it. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it separates, like, <laughs> the good stuff that the meth heads want from all the bad shit. I love how you know this, and you're like, yeah, I think this is how it works. I don't um, really know. This is just I what believe. I've heard. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's what I saw in Breaking Bad. I mean, I lived in the South for a very long time, so... That's true, man. You did spend a few years back in Alabama. <laughs> Alabama! <laughs> so I want to break down the fourth wall. So before we started, I told Eric I was going to uh, text my wife to tell her we're starting the show because she's at work. So when she come home, she went just fucking barge in and run her yapper. And I was like, now... And I was like, oh, shit, let me turn my phone down, too, because as soon as I... I text her, and she'll know I'm doing the show, but she's going to try and call because... She called. Women. And then right then when you're talking, fucking... My phone lights up, and I just look at it, shake my fucking head, and send her ass straight to voicemail. (laughs) Read the text. Read the text. I just sent the fucking text. God. Read the text. I know. It Uh, even shows up on your little home screen. You don't even have to, like, you know. It's just, I just. Do your finger or your password. It just fucking shows uh, you. Women. It's not that fucking hard. I love all you women, but Jesus Christ. Come on. Yeah, there, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of dudes do the same shit, so. Oh, um, 
just because I know that we have hundreds of listeners on this show compared to my other one that gets dozens of listeners. <laughs> so Aww. I want to I want to point out, eh, you know, man, it's niche. It's a niche fucking show. <laughs> but so, yeah. um, I did make the announcement on that. But I'll let you alert you to the fact because I know you don't listen to my other show, the Utter Lucas Podcast. Be sure to go check it out. <laughs> so, um, no, but found out what we're having, dude. Found out the sex of the baby. So now you can give me better names. Okay. Instead of just Xenu. So, where's the drum roll, dude? Come on. Okay, it's good enough. Um, No, we're having a fucking boy. You're supposed to do it like right after the drum roll. Oh, sorry. It's like a long pause. Sorry about that. I'll edit it. I'll edit it out. (laughs) A boy? Yeah, having a boy. So there goes my dreams of having my little fucking half Asian daughter that I was really hoping to have. But then again, I look at it. It's like one of those positive minuses. Like the daughter thing would be cool because I already have a jerk off son. I uh, love him to death, jerk off kid. So, I, but I'm like, yeah, the daughter would be great. You know, I like to have the one of the each, and because then you get to have the daughter experiences and stuff that I didn't get to have yeah. the other one, but. Yeah, tea but, parties and <clears throat> braiding hair and shit. Yeah, I was gonna be able to fucking put on high heels and makeup, and then I could have an excuse for it for a change, and then, yeah, do the braids and all that kind of fucking stuff. So you could do the been, weird, creepy father daughter dances and stuff. Yeah, that's what my wife is like. She goes, "Oh, she goes, I really was looking forward. Do you have to?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's top of mind. I'm like, would be the best." Um, no, but I guess, you know, you don't have a choice. You, know, you got the kid, you have to fucking do it. I told her, I said, the thing that would have been great if we had um, the daughter, more so than the son. I said, this is a work with the son, too. I was, like, laying in bed last night. I thought of this, and she got home from work, and I was like, hey, I, we're watching Modern Family. And it made me think of the fact that, you know, on the show, the, the gay couple, of course, they have the Asian daughter that they've adopted, right? And yeah. that, that seems to be, a, like, a thing. Like, a lot of times you see this. I don't know if it's just Hollywood, because I don't really see a lot of gay couples out with fucking small Asian children. Um, but that's the Hollywood thing, right? It's always the fucking, they, they get the Asian kid. I was like, you know, it's, I go, this would have, I go, now I think about it, because this sucks, dear. I said, I'm going to be walking around with this fucking, because, first of all, she's very dark-skinned, which you know, but the people out there listening, she's not, like, fucking yellow-skinned, which is stupid. Yeah. Anyway. There's no fucking yellow-skinned Asians, but she's very dark-skinned. I mean, she's darker than... She's, like, Hispanic dark, you know? I mean, she could be, like, light-skinned black dark, you know? She's like that. When yeah, she gets, I think you've said it on the show several times that people think she's Hispanic. Oh, all the time. They think she's and fucking Hispanic. speaking Spanish to her, and she's like, uh, <laughs> nope. She, she's had it happen at least a dozen times. So, um... I, I told her, I said, because, you know, I'm so pale, the kid's probably going to be a little darker, but like that darker olive color and, you know, probably have the little slant with the eyes and stuff. I'm like, so I'm going to be walking around with like this Vietnamese looking kid probably. And people are going to look at me and they're going to be like, oh, that's so key. I wonder where the other father is. <laughs> that's what I'm going to get. Right. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I said, I can't go out in public with the kid by myself. Yeah. Oh, when like, did you oh. adopt? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. You adopted a little Asian baby. Where's your husband? Fuck. (laughs) But anyway, so that's it. So, like, I only had uh, two people give me uh, names, and Will was one of them. I'm just giving a shout out to Will. Will's a good guy. Uh, Will's fucking was ridiculous, and he's a moron for giving it to me. I want serious fucking names, people. What was his? 
it's I can't even remember. It was like fucking Cronko or Cronk or something. And not, it was like a retarded Tom Brady tight end. Something like that. Okay. I don't even know. He said he was thinking about it for his kid, but he would let me have it. I'm like, this is just <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous what we're doing right here. But So anyway, if you got any suggestions, throw it out. I, right now, we've kind of got a name like as a placeholder, but you know, we got plenty of time, so who knows? Is there yeah. a name it after Eric? A name it fucking, fucking uh, dog dickhead? Whoa, that's not my name, sir. It's your nickname now. Red on the head like a dick on a dog. <laughs> Uh, definitely not. Aw. Aw. Sorry, pal. My hair's actually more brown. It's my beard that's red. That's true, dude. You get that really kind of, like, darker color where it's not really... Isn't You're lucky, dude. At least you don't have that fucking, like, really flaming red or that Cheeto goddamn color that some people get. Yeah, yours, that orange. Yeah, yours is really dark, so it's not so bad. Yours isn't bad at all. You, you get away with it pretty good, so... Yeah, I'd say out of uh, out of the family, I think my sister's got like the most of the red. All the guys are kind of like the dark. Uh, yeah, you can almost say brown, but yeah. like uh, the youngest of my sisters is like the orange. Mm-hmm. Uh, the middle, Christine, is like it's a dark but very red. Mm-hmm. And then Desiree is just like extremely red. So I always wanted to fucking hook up with a redhead i never had the chance not you i don't want you to get the wrong idea uh, i my, always had the wrong idea my my husband wouldn't live proof of that with our asian baby but no i yeah that's one of those things a bit the thing with the redheads is it's a tough one because you got to get the ones that aren't fucking all freckled and super pale you know that's the problem you can, fuck if, you dude you're a guy it doesn't matter with you and I'm yeah, that's sexist for me to say, but women, the really pale, freckled women ones, it's just, it's hard to get past sometimes. Maybe like, to you. Yeah, well, to me, this is for me. There are a lot of dudes out there that are all about that. Yeah, and I'm just saying, for me personally, it's hard to get past sometimes. And but I am no prize. I'm like a strong fucking <laughs> five, maybe a six in the, the right. Strong. Light. Five. Maybe a six in the right light. So I'm not shit. I'm not shitting on any fucking broads out there. I'm just saying, hey man, I can't help. Like I'm fucking. I got a crooked nose, and I'm, you know. So I mean, I'm I'm not taking shot. I'm just saying for me personally. So that's the one thing I don't have to worry about. This kid. This kid ain't. There's no chance this one's coming out with any fucking red hair. Second there, I thought you were gonna start body shaming Lady Gaga or some shit. Nah, dude, I'd fucking hit that. Ain't nothing wrong with Lady Gaga. What's wrong with her? Uh, no, apparently after the Super Bowl, a whole bunch of people were body shaming her because she had, like, the tiniest little flab on her belly. Oh, my God. I know. And they were, like, people were, like, taking stills and, like, you know, making up shitty things and I'd like all kinds of stuff. It's like, those motherfuckers fucking take, hell, assholes. Yeah, take pictures of themselves and post it next to the picture of her. Yeah. Well, we well, let's do that, tough guys. It hits the internet, dude. It's right. just yeah, you, you can't trust anything. It's just people. You got to think like you know the the kid in class that always took it too far or just said things just to get a rise out of people. <laughs> yeah. That is all of the internet, the entire internet. That's all it is. <laughs> well, it's like. Imp- 
impossible to weed through the fiction. It's just terrible. That's true, but I'll say this, though. The internet does come up with some fucking great shit. Like, well, yeah, there's, there's a horrible there's, side to it, but there is some genius to it. There's definitely <laughs> some gleaming greatness out of it, but there is a lot of that bullshit where it's just people just, they're looking for the rise. Like, they don't actually mean it. They're just being shitty for the sake of being shitty. I like that. Because... <laughs> Their life is so fucking pitiful that they have to fucking make other people feel shitty about things. That's that's to what I always have say. feelings. Yeah, that's a motto. I have a placard. Well, not a placard. I shouldn't say. It's a printout that I put up. I've got it on my uh, cubicle at work that says, you know, something about that. Like when you're, like when you have low confidence, try lowering the confidence of others. To, you know, to make yourself. It's like it's similar to that basically like yeah, yeah it's it, like man i'm having a rough day it's pretty much it it's like you know they they get on there and they think that they can body shame lady gaga and they're like oh yeah just body shame lady gaga i'm great it's like <laughs> no because first off you did it anonymously because you're a douche they, who do they think they are trump yeah body fuck. shaming women come on yeah. man <laughs> Only our president's allowed to do that. Trump's America. Oh, one thing that was awesome on uh, the internets this week. I don't know if you saw this, but have you ever heard of Venmo? Mm, sounds is that the like a video service or something? No, you're thinking of uh, Vimeo or Vimeo oh. or something. Very very <laughs> close. I know. Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> no. I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about because I heard of this. Like I'd heard it before. Like it's an app, and it's basically like. Um, a wallet app like you put all your banking credit information in it and it's okay. like um, it's called Venmo so if you like let's say you and your drunk buddy are fucking having to get a Uber together and like you're gonna split it like he could pay for the whole thing and then like you could just go into your Venmo and fucking send him like half the money or something just a oh, quick, yeah, yeah. quick exchange it's quick just, little like wire exchange yeah, kind nice of and quick you know because like I mean, I don't know about you, man, but like I got fucking family. Like I do this with my mom and my sisters and they're on different banks and it's a fucking fiasco because like you can go from Chase to Chase or Bank America to Bank America, but you can't go between them because they're assholes. So yeah. this like kind of takes that down. Well, Sean Spicer, our everybody's favorite press secretary. <laughs> so he's got a Venmo account and it's public and somebody oh. somebody found out about it. Dude, it's so funny. So people had been going on his Venmo for like last week. I'm sure he's got to have shut it down by now. But they were like sending requests for him, requesting money from him, you know, saying shit like, um, you know, I need $200 for my mental health counselor and psychiatrist because of what you guys are doing to me and just shit like, <laughs> I mean, he's just getting lit up. So, I mean, there's just like thousands of them. And the funny thing was like people were sending them like you put a notation on like what the money's for and how much you want and you'll send them the yeah. request so people are like screenshotting them and putting them on twitter and stuff so you could see and then it's really funny because like i guess he has to like go in and reject each one of them like personally and then it'll send you a rejection thing so people are going back and then taking the rejection things they're getting from him and posting those too and poor sean spicer man that dude Fuck that guy oh yeah yeah i mean fuck him but he deserves all of that bullshit. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. He deserves the wrath of the internet. Well, he's fucking getting it, dude. I don't know if you've seen the Saturday Night Live with Melissa McCarthy. Yes, McCarthy, it's great. <laughs> fucking genius. Like, I, 
I'm not big on Saturday Night Live. I I really have not. Like, you know, it's been a long time since I've ever watched it. But somebody had said, you know, the the first one, they did another one this past Saturday. But the mm-hmm. Saturday before that, you know, somebody was like, oh, you need to check this out. I was like, all right, I'll take a look at it. And, yeah, I was rolling on the floor laughing because it, it's just brilliant. It's great. Uh, so great, dude. Like, Oh, if- yeah. She did it again this weekend. It wasn't as good, but dude, she's still, still good. But she's but still yeah, so that, fucking great, man. That first one was great because there was just so much angst and anger behind <laughs> it, and just everything was just like shaming the media and <laughs> so fucking great. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. Um, the I guess there's a couple quick hit things I want to fucking do. And then I don't even give a shit what we fucking talk about. Actually, I do have a funny story. I'll, I'll, let me do a couple quick hit things. Um, just for people who might have missed this. Um, I love this one. So Mississippi just passed a fucking law in the state to bring back uh, the fucking gas chamber and like firing squads and the electric chair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like all of them. Well, I guess. So I guess what it is is. It has something to do with, like, the lethal injection thing or something. Like, it was ruled unconstitutional the way they fucking did it in their house. I, there was some weird thing. So Well, I, I don't know if it's still the case, but I know a while ago, the, the main manufacturer that had one of the main components that kind of put the inmate to sleep mm-hmm. stopped manufacturing that. So... States were scrambling to find a substitute, and the substitutes were controversial. Yeah. In the fact that, you know, it, it would knock them out, but mm-hmm. they would still feel everything. Yeah. I mean, now granted, they passed this and it allows all this shit, but like, as I was I kind of fucking tongue tying myself. What I was going to say was it's basically they're putting it in place because they're saying that, I guess there's some kind of legislation possibly going through saying that the lethal injection is. Uh, and, and other things could be considered uh, cruel and unusual punishment, blah, 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 through, because of the Eighth Amendment. So I guess they're fighting it in some way. So they passed this legislation to have like backup for it or something. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm confused by it. I need to read it more. I saw the thing and I read the article and it's kind of confusing to me, but it's Mississippi. So that makes sense because those motherfuckers, everything they do is a goddamn, it's like, oh my God, what, what I don't understand. What are you people doing down there? I mean, it is I mean, the dumbest, fucking most uneducated, fattest fucking state. They're so. just making America great again, all right? Well, they're preparing for it, man. They're getting ready. And so. the great things about America was electric chair, firing squad, and the gas chamber. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, We're going to holocaust these motherfuckers. But it's pretty funny, so... But the way it is, I guess it opens them all up again. Because, you know, most of the states, and we talked about this way back in the day, like all the states got rid of like firing squad and electric yeah. chair and all that shit. So they're basically just added it back. So if for some reason, I guess like you're talking about the drugs, which we we talked about that back in the day, because Texas loves fucking murdering people and they're having problems getting the, the drugs for it. That So basically it's like if lethal injection is not available, then they go to the gas chamber and if Gath's chamber is not available, then they go to firing squad. And then the last is not least is electric chair. So at least they covered their bases. You got to give them that. They're they're preparing ahead of maybe, time. Maybe 
<laughs> have better rehabilitation programs? No. Maybe better funding for the mentally ill? Yeah. Okay, dude. You know, maybe better income mm-hmm. inequ- or better income equality? Yeah. Better opportunities for people in poor situations? Uh, you know, I don't I, I don't like where you're going. Think it's we t- should be spending our money on that instead of, you know, figuring out ways to kill people more. <sighs> That's too liberal for me, dude. It's yeah, too- I know. I'm a. I need my safe zone. Sorry. <laughs> you're getting a little bit too fucking. You're bordering on commie there. You fucking. <laughs> the, the other thing that I thought was awesome is so. A lot of these house members and some of the senators are starting to go back to their districts and they're holding town hall meetings and they've been doing this last couple of weeks. And I know you've probably seen some of it where a lot of these Republicans, they're showing up and they're just getting hammered and they're like cutting these things short, you know, and they're not fucking really taking questions. And the one that I fucking love personally was the other night, Jason Shevitz, who is a Republican for Utah. He's the one that runs the, um, the committee that does all the investigations and stuff. He's on the house. I guess it's oversight committee is what it's called. So when um, Hillary Clinton was having to go like eight fucking times for Benghazi trials, it was because Jason Shevitz was the fucking one that was setting this up. He's the one that had it on show. So now, of course, all the shit that's going on in the White House now, there's everything's just okay. That's like no need to investigate Russian interference. We don't need to investigate that. What? You know, you're trying to fucking use your... You know, your fucking hotels and this and that to curry favor to get make money and conflicts of interest. Ah, fuck all that. We don't have to worry about that. It's just, it's ridiculous. So he won't do anything. So he goes to the town hall and there's, like, it's in a small auditorium. It's completely packed. Outside, there's like hundreds of people, you know, just chanting signs and everything. And they're in there just yelling the whole time, you know, like yelling at him to do his fucking job and investigate Trump and all this shit. And yeah. I mean, all he does is laugh it off. He ends up leaving like, you know, 40 minutes earlier than he's supposed to. And then he comes out the next day and he starts claiming that they're all paid protesters, which is, this is the thing on the right now. Anytime, oh, here it comes. Yep. Yeah. Any of these protests that happen, they're all paid protesters. None I of bet. them. Are, yeah. Because nobody really is upset about any of this stuff. You know, yeah, you know, we just like to lie back and take it and, you know, let our liberties just fucking go out the window. I, I mean, I really, that's what I like to do. Usually. Yeah. And, you know, I, I certainly don't mind, you know, Russia and the KGB possibly, you know, whittling their way through our uh, political system at the highest levels. I'm totally cool with that. Well, I'm glad you are. At least you're not one of those people taking money to go protest. I mean, I got the email saying, you know, for X amount of dollars, go to your town hall and protest, but... (laughs) I missed that one. I would have been there. I could use a few (laughs) extra bucks. That's why I said when we did the show at the March, because people were talking about that. Oh, long we're paid. I'm like, there's three million fucking people. That's a lot of fucking people to pay off. And I was like, my wife Even if you just paid them a dollar. Yeah. That's still a lot of money. For just a protest. Like I said, man, my wife didn't get her fucking check, so I'm pissed, man. <laughs> her and my fucking... I mean, I should have got something for the Yeah, girl, I mean, dude. well, again, that goes to show you, like, when it comes to that far right, the crazy wackos, they don't live in reality. We talked about it several times. They 
they live in their own reality where they don't listen to anything but the media sources or quote unquote media sources that they consume and yeah. everybody else and everything else is fake. All these mass shootings are false flag policies. All these protests are paid. All these major news organizations that fact check and have multiple sources are all fake news. Yeah. They they don't live in the real world. <laughs> they live in this crazy fantasy reality where America is a shell of its former self and somehow this rich boy who cares about them is going to make it all better again. I um it's not just the right, though. I'll, I'll say, I mean, as far as the craziness oh, of I most mean, of it is. There's definitely some on the left, absolutely. But I gotta say, but, man, I, um, okay, before I go on a fucking my little rant. So, the Betsy DeVos thing, like, Betsy DeVos, our new fucking education secretary that hates public education and wants to fucking yeah. take it down, um, she went to a public school in D.C. the other day. I don't know if you saw this. And a bunch, yes. of, a bunch of protesters wouldn't allow her to get in the building. Mm-hmm. And I saw it, and I even sent out a tweet. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, they don't need to be doing this kind of stuff. This is what kind of gives the protesters a bad name and stuff. If you want to stand out there and chant and do your fucking signage and all that stuff, that's fine. But don't impede her from going into the school to give her a little speech. She's a fucking idiot. And the majority of those teachers are against her anyway, so she's not going to get the warmest reception to begin with. Everything that came I've heard come out of her mouth so far has been ridiculous. She is... She's an idiot. She really doesn't seem she very bright. She's a fucking I, idiot. I mean, she really does. Like, Trump's an idiot, but at least he knows how to fucking... He's got so much bravado, and he knows how to play the media a little bit. He can get away. She's just a straight up idiot. Oh, she's got nothing, man. If you watched those hearings, it was like, what? What the fuck is she talking about? What the fuck did she just say? And then anything that was coherent, they traced back and is plagiarized. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was gonna say they didn't coach her up as good as they thought, or she just got it. You know, the smartest points that you ever had, which really weren't that smart, were plagiarized. Like that doesn't bode well for. The person that's heading our education system. No, not at all. But <laughs> I was trying to make a point. I was like, you know, I think this administration has already been, I mean, three weeks in, it seems like it's been forever, dude. It's just, it's such a, it's, I swear to Christ, four years, man. It, I just don't know how we're going to do it. Um, every fucking day, it's at least one or two things, you know, it's just amazing. Um, I like no... No drama, Obama. Let's get. <laughs> I miss him. Um, but I mean, it's like I, I was kind of arguing a little bit on Twitter with a couple uh, liberals about this. I'm like, the thing is, and we've talked about on this show plenty of times. You can get out and you could protest. You could bitch and complain on Twitter and Facebook, whatever. But when it comes time to it, you got to get your ass out there and vote. You got to organize that way and yes, stuff. You got to make do absolutely. it when it counts. Get involved. Run for offices. Here in Texas, I mean, Eric knows this from when he used to live here. If if you well, he probably doesn't because he never voted before. But when you go vote here, 
you'll half the time it's a Republican running unopposed for whatever it is, some city council or whatever, because Democrats just won't even run against them in certain areas because they just like, we're not going to fucking win. So what's the point? Well, at least let's put somebody fucking out there. You might not win, but at least you start getting out there, putting your ideas out. And there is someone for someone else to vote because there are progressives like me that would like to vote for someone else. You know, it's like, give us a chance. Let's see what the numbers really are. It might be closer than you think. And then, you know, hey, maybe we can win this. We've put some fucking time and effort in. I, I just think that's one of the things. But I listen to, like, I love Bill Maher. Good atheist. He's real progressive. And he shits on liberals a lot for the same thing I used to. Oh, yeah. And, Being way too PC. and that It's ridiculous. Way too. I mean, the way, like, I said that and I had liberals jumping on me like, oh, well, fuck you. Because this shit is. I'm like, like, this is the And problem. shitting on other liberals for, like the most insignificant minor of fucking things. Yeah, I'm like, you guys understand that we're on the same team. We all have a fucking, the same focus here. Trump is awful and he is going to do irreparable harm to our democratic system. I mean, not just the consistent voter fraud bullshit he's throwing out, which of, <laughs> of course the other day, why he had are those, they still talking about it? Because I he's don't still get it. he he's still talking about. It. The other day he had a group of senators. no, I know, I know. He's still talking about. It. I just don't know. I mean, beside it, all he's doing is making himself look bad. He's making well, himself look pathetic that he can't let it go. But it's like we discussed it before. It's his ego. He can't see the fact that he lost the popular vote by millions, almost three millions. million fucking votes. He lost it, and it yep. just. It, he can't, it's just because he knows he's not completely legitimate. I mean, let's be honest, he's just not, he's not a legitimate president. And so it just keeps coming up, coming up. The other day, they had, um, he had a group of senators and he brought up this voter fraud again. And he brought up the fact that there was uh, basically, they're busing tons of people, I guess, I guess thousands because I yeah, don't know to how. To New Hampshire. To or New whatever. Hampshire. Yep. And finally, um, I, I don't remember the name of the woman, but lady that works for like the Federal Elections Commission or something came out and said, if you have all this evidence, you keep making these accusations, you need to provide it so we can do an investigation immediately. We need that information right now. And this is a woman who was put in place by, I think, George W. Bush. So she's the, she was a Republican appointee on this, and she came out and said, motherfucker, if you're going to keep saying this shit, show some goddamn evidence. And that's another thing. That should be an investigation. If you're going to go out and do that, that's doing major harm to our democratic process by constantly coming out and yelling fucking fraud with yeah. n- no evidence whatsoever. It's like, that's the kind of shit that liberals need to be rallying around. Let's go after this motherfucker and everything he says or does... And this administration, like there needs, it's almost like we need to segment off. You need to have a group fucking on him and that White House staff at all times. Every time they say something, it needs to get out there. And then you have to have another fucking team that's actually in the weeds watching the legislation. Because this is where he's smart. He'll tweet two or three ridiculous things. And And then then the news media put out shitty legislation. Yeah. And then, well, he's not doing shit yet. But if you've noticed, he's keeping all the crazy going, and that's all the media is talking about, while you have the Republicans on the other side who have already – they pulled that gun legislation back. They reversed some of that, that Obama passed. So now people who have like mentally – who are mentally unstable and have like 
fucking schizophrenia and shit like that can now purchase guns again. Yeah. And they did that shit where the coal, these coal uh, fucking mining companies can do this hilltop fucking uh, shit that they were doing before. They where can they go, dump shit into uh, local ravines and yeah, creeks well, and rivers and shit. It doesn't, it, that sounds a little bit worse. The way it really is, it's like they do the, it, there's a, a kind of mining where they go in and they basically whack off the tops of these hills to create these areas where the, the coals, so they can get to it. And when they're doing it, because of all the fucking explosions and the shit that they're doing, you get all the debris from that. And then, of course, there's rivers and stuff below these areas and these mountains. And so then all the debris from the blasting and then the coal residue and all that shit, that's what's getting into the water. And they had things in place where they had to take all these precautions or they couldn't do it in certain areas. So they removed that. And it's like, hey, man, this is the shit that you get from the Republicans. It's like, what's the point of that? They just knocked out a lot of the Dodd-Frank shit the other day. He wrote an executive order and the, the Republicans are already trying to figure out how to remove that completely. Um, they're already taking steps to start re- bringing some of this. The I wouldn't say repeal it, but they're blocking some of the things within Dodd, Obamacare. For clarification, Dodd Frank had a lot to do with uh, regulations on Wall Street. Yeah, and after the financial crisis that we had, you know, with the housing bubble and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much the whole point of Dodd Frank was it, it was trying to force banks to get away from making money from subsidies. To making money off of lending money, yeah. So get get money into the hands of Americans and make your money off of lending, as opposed to trying to bundle up these weird equities and all this stuff and creating these weird bubbles and that can just implode like the housing bubble. So that's what Dodd Frank was about. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I. Th- but it's it, those are the. Types I want to give things. our audience credit, but I just like to clarify things. Nah, they're all a bunch of morons. You need to clarify. Whoa. Whoa. Say, well, oh, shit. I got to edit that out. I didn't mean to say that out loud. I mean, I love them all. They're brilliant. You don't have to clarify shit. Um, well, we might have some Republicans listening. Well, so, we also have fans overseas that may not know all that little nuances of American politics and that's legislation true. and shit. So. I want to give a high five to our fucking fans overseas. Our, yeah. Uh, our English and German and Finnish listeners and... Who are just listening to us and laughing like <laughs> just laughing their ass <laughs> Those off, dumb bastards. Oh, just so just wait until that. it affects you. Yeah, get just ready wait. for it, assholes. <laughs> Bre- Brexit hasn't kicked in yet. Wait till they finish that. <laughs> <laughs> and Trump is on a rampage to fuck over everybody. So <laughs> I don't think we have any of France. I can't laugh at the fact that they'll probably have that. Marine Le Pen fucking running the show yeah. pretty soon. She's like Trump fucking light. <laughs> so. We may. We just may not have somebody that comments. That's true. Give us a shout out if you're in fucking France, goddammit. Yeah. Hey. Paris Bou Francais? Yeah. I know that. I know uh, fromage. <laughs> Baguette. So, yeah, ba- baguette. <laughs> God damn I can it. do uh, art de toi. Hmm. Yeah, there I you can't go. go past three. Sorry. Well, that's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. So anyway, if you're out in France, give us a fucking shout out. And if you're a hot girl, you know what to do. Twitter, baby. Hey. At the Intel Saviors. Slip into those DMs. So, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I was shitting on liberals. <laughs> yeah. Off fucking, the rails. Oh, no. So I've heard a couple 
uh, on a couple shows and stuff where some of these liberals are all in panic mode, like we've lost all these state legislatures and we've lost all these Senate seats and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, man, there's not a lot you could do. The Republicans, after uh, Obamacare went into place, I mean, we the reason we've lost all these seats and we've discussed so many times, it's not because people aren't progressive minded. When we have national elections, Republicans never fucking win. We always win the presidency. We always get the majority of the vote. I mean, it's only one time in the last fucking 20 years we haven't. And that was Bush's second tour. And that's because we had fucking two wars and shit going yeah, on. Yeah, people wartime just, president. You know, and people just are like, fuck it. Let's wartime president. It, that's the only thing that he had going for him. Because other than that, he was a shit president. Dead in the water, yeah. And you can even tell from the, you know, whenever they had uh, <clears throat> the town halls and all that shit and... Um, Every fucking other word out of his mouth was 911. Mhm. 9/11, 9/11, 9/11, 9/11, terrorism, terrorism, terrorism. And and this is this is what I want to go back to the protest and I'm going to try and tie this together. <laughs> See if I can do it without fucking throw myself off again. But the thing is, so we can't it's when you do all these polls, whether it be gun control, women's rights, abortion rights, uh, you know, pay equity with the top, you know, taxing the richer people, blah blah blah, all this shit. The majority of people always are more in favor in these polls of the progressive ideals. It's just the way that progressives package them compared to the fear tactics that the Republicans always use. And you got to think, the reason they've taken over these houses, like I said, because you go back to the Tea Party with those town halls when Obamacare turned into death panels and you're going to lose all your fucking doctors <laughs> and yeah. you know, and it's going to destroy Medicare and all the shit that the Republicans are throwing out and scared all these old fucks. All the shit that did not happen. Of, exactly. And they went to their town halls and they fucking rose up and started the little Tea Party movement. And you saw all these House legislatures... And, of course, the Senate and the House under Obama all flipped the conservatives. Well, the bad thing was that happened in 08. And then you look in 2010, that's a census year. So that's the year that they get the census numbers and then they start redistricting and drawing lines. That's what the Republicans have done. That's why they own all the houses and the states and stuff. It's not because people agree with their politics. They have redistricting and gerrymandering. They have changed this fucking situation to such an extent that it's almost impossible. Unless people get motivated and get off their fucking asses and start voting in these off-year elections, local elections. Until we get more people on the state level back in, well, we can correct some of the mess. It's not like, like I said, it's not like progressive ideals aren't ideals that people believe in. They really are what the majority of people believe in. It's just, you've got to fight. And that's why I said before, I like to see these movements and these marches and these town halls and all this anarchy because it's almost like a liberal Tea Party. Although I hate saying that because the Tea Party is such a fucking ridiculous thing. But I don't really have another yeah, good term the, for it. <laughs> so. the, the Tea Party was a movement based off of lies, deceit, and huge funding by the Koch brothers. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the movement that you see going on in the liberals is more anger against, you know, the swearing in of Trump, mm-hmm. an illegitimate president with people that are in his staff and cabinet that should not be there. Yeah, we got a white supremacist. Because they have no fucking idea how to run the parts of government that they are in charge of running. So they're just going to learn on the fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they have zero experience in it. 
Um, and you know, obviously a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, uh, executive orders that he's been putting through, you know, travel ban being one of the biggest that everybody's going bananas over. Um, but you know, there's a lot more that is on the table as far as, uh, you know, abortion rights, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're defunding Planned Parenthood and all that other shit. So, you know, it's more tangibles as opposed, you know, we're seeing, the rights of maybe not necessarily ourselves, but you know, of others being taken away and we don't like it. You know, like I said, you know, even before he got sworn in before he was uh, elected, um, you know, when it comes to a Trump presidency, it's not going to affect me that much besides for possibly taxes. Cause I'm a white male. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not pissed off. You know that that they're going to try to take away abortion rights. Um, that they have this fucking ridiculous travel ban that's supposed to somehow protect our country, even though all the people traveling from those countries don't do anything to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow that's going to protect our country. Um, and I mean, it, it, we haven't even seen anything yet on gay rights. So that that's you know the next. The next phase, I would believe, you know, it, I know Trump has said what he wants to say, but you look at who he's surrounded himself with, mm-hmm. and it's a whole other story. He can go ahead and sit there and say, oh, well, I don't care, you know, that it was decided in the Supreme Court. Well, guess what? You, you just got shot down in the ninth, and you're telling them, I'll see you in court. <laughs> so you clearly don't give two shits about the court system. Um and then you have a vice president who obviously shits on homosexuals and, you know, probably thinks that they're evil and scum and all that stuff and wants to convert them because <laughs> we all know that that's possible, right? I, it, um, went over, it went over really well in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of his other cabinet members, they're, they're the same way. So it's, you, you know, you, you can sit there and tell me all you want, but what I'm actually seeing is a whole other story. Well, that's like I said, man. I I just hope that this it's so early on. Like I said, it's three weeks. It seems like it's been three fucking years. I hope that this movement and this anger stays with these people, and I hope it carries through for the next two years. But it's hard to say. I mean, the Tea Party movement started off very small, and it grew really. I mean, it grew pretty big there for a while. I mean, they helped get people elected to the house and the senate that were consider themselves tea party members i mean so over the course of a couple of years this movement to me already seems as big if not bigger than the tea party was at its height and if it stays at this pace i mean there's more rallies this weekend and it's like every fucking weekend there's rallies going on somewhere yeah uh protests it's like if if this could i just hope people don't get fatigued over it you know that's the thing and well, i just I think what it comes down to is if you look at, you know, clearly we're not necessarily getting our way, you know, Betsy's in and all these other people got sworn in and all this shit. So the numbers, but the thing is, is that it's putting them on check. Mm -hmm. So they know that they have to watch their ass 
Otherwise, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. And you got to be really careful. And that, that's that's the great thing about these protests. And, you know, the right can bitch and complain. And, oh, well, we just have to come together as a country now. This is just terrible. Blah, 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 blah. It's no, we, we don't because you guys want to take it so far back. And we're just trying to keep it where it is and maybe even try to improve. You know, it's just like these people that are flooding the town halls. The main reason they're flooding the town halls is because of the, you know, promise to repeal repeal Obamacare. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty much telling them, no, you, you can't just repeal it. You need to repair it. Which you know, is that, that's the key. Which is what they should have been working on for the past five or six years instead of this constant, what, 40-some votes to repeal it. I mean, such a waste of fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, this this last Republican Congress showed up like the least amount of days and passed like the least amount of legislation since the do-nothing Congress. And half the time they spent was trying to repeal Obama. I mean, it's... I don't know why that doesn't infuriate Republicans. Like, I understand you hate Obama and anything that's associated with him you want to get rid of. But in but the, they literally did nothing. But in this case, yeah, it's like, but aren't you a little pissed off that your party, I mean, they could have done other things. Like, it. I mean, they could have been like, you know what, this repeal thing's bullshit because Obama's never going to sign it. We're wasting our fucking, even if we did pass it. He's not going to sign it. So what's the fucking point? Why don't we work on some fixes or why don't we work on our own program? Because Obama said several times, if you guys put a program before me that's better than what I've already put out, then we will fucking go through it and see if we can make that work. I mean, he was big enough to be like that. I mean, he always was. He was definitely the fucking adult in the room in all cases. And um, with the Obamacare thing, I just had this little notation. I saw this thing on it where they're talking about Trump voters and uh, repealing Obamacare and the trade talk of his and how it's going to affect people who voted for him. Like these rural voters, probably the most, they just don't realize it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because they think it's two separate things. Oh, God. Did you see that? ACA and Obamacare. Yeah. Did you see that? 35% of people pulled didn't know they were saying thing. And I'm going to tell you right now, some of those were Democrats, I guarantee it. They weren't all Republicans, but I'm going to strongly suggest that probably about three-fourths or more were Republicans who uh, hate Obama. I would say that's safe to say. Um, I didn't see the breakdown, but that's I'm going to make that assumption. I think I'm right on that. Um, no, but before Obamacare, we had over 20%, one in five, over one in five people in this country had no health insurance. Um, yeah. As of the fourth quarter last year, we're down to 11%. So we've cut it over half. Excellent. That's that's good. The thing about it is of the uh, almost 12 million people who are in the ACA marketplace buying insurance last year, about six and a half of them, the majority of them, were in highly red Republican congressional districts, <laughs> which is what I pointed out before. Like if you look during the, the election – some of the counties where Trump got like 80, 90 percent, like his highest vote totals were in like Kentucky's um, places, Tennessee, stuff like that. Some of these really red districts were the ones that 50 percent of the people had insurance through the fucking ACA. Idiots. But you know, whatever. Fuck them. Um, and another thing they're talking about, the cost of it. Well, he beat Clinton 
and people who made between 50000 and 100000 by over 3%, which is huge since she had already won. I mean, she won the election by like two and a half or whatever the fucking the percentage ended up being. But I mean, 3%, that's big in those areas still. I mean, that's a six-point swing for the rest of the nation. And in those instances, those people are actually uh, eligible for like premium subsidies and everything like that, which is all going to go away now. I mean, not just with the repeal of Obamacare or something. If Even if they do that, one of the first things they're going to start doing is um, they're going to start constraining the funding to the states. And some of that has to do with subsidies. So even if they don't get rid of Obamacare immediately, they're going to start choking that those subsidies out. So people like this will be affected. And like I said, those people went more for Trump as well. So... You, they're going to get hit on both sides. And as far as the trade goes, like we talked, and like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the Trans-Pacific Partnership. All I know is that it might not have been perfect, but that was something that would have been great for this country if the details were worked out perfectly. Like I said, I don't know if it wasn't like NAFTA. NAFTA has run its course and definitely needs to be renegotiated. But like this one would open up markets like to Vietnam, like my wife's home country, like Laos, places like that, where we don't have a foothold now. Now you're going to watch China sweep in and Australia and these countries. Yep. And, uh, so we set back. Um, one of the things it said about it was it's going to reduce a lot of the barriers that make it so difficult for trade over there. Of course, like I said, he shit on that, so it's gone now. The One of the things I thought was interesting reading this article is it said that most of the time, because like New York, L.A., the big, those lib cities, you know, that all the Republicans want to break off and go away and form their own country. Well, those two, or New York and California alone, make up like 28% of our GDP. That's a quarter for you fucking morons out there that voted for Trump. That's a fourth of our fucking economy gone if you get rid of them. Um, it doesn't affect them because they already have so many, you know, trade things set up. It's like they're... They're not as effective because that's where everything comes from. They're on the coast. But for these Midwestern cities or some of the Rust Belt, like your Indianas and your Michigans and a lot of the Midwest, it says this is really going to half about it, it's going to half um, the economy, the, the exports that they could do because their big thing is agriculture. Right. And that's that is something that these other countries really could use. You know, some of them don't have the farmland and they can't produce like we can. I mean, we have the best farmers in the world. I mean, we produce the most food. And so it's like, it's going to hurt those people. They said substantially more than it would like these left coast fucking, or these, you know, Northeast liberal elites, (laughs) you know, that Trump hates and the Republican hates so much. It's going to affect the Midwestern farmers and those Rust Belt people and stuff the most. And I'm like, again, you vote against your best interest and you don't fucking see it. You know, yep. it, and it's just like the um, putting up the wall. And if they start putting tariffs on goods coming in from Mexico, we talked about last time, it's going to affect regular people. And the people it's going to hurt the most are the poorest people who are in rural places. I mean, if you look at the poorest counties in America, those are your most red counties. It's just a fucking fact. You can look it up. <laughs> I mean, they vote Republican, and they're going to get killed on health care. They're going to get killed on trade, and they're going to get killed on taxation. And it's going to hurt them more than it's going to hurt, like I said, all the fucking libs that they all hate so fucking dearly. So, Hey, man, you want to break this up? I got a little something for you. Yeah. Let's got do top, it. Got a top 10 list for you. 
Oh, shit. Hey, now we can't play the usual game because, of course, God rest his soul, Boggs perished in that horrific accident. Yeah, getting and stabbed by an eight-inch or a eight-foot dildo. I can't <sighs> believe... How the fuck, how the fuck did he you. fall on that? So anyway... I, I mean, the, the claim is he slipped and fell, but slipped, I really slipped. don't think that was what happened. I don't know, dude. They say a lot of people die every year from slipping in the shower and stuff, so... <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's always possible. Anyway, sweet baby, fake Jesus, rest his soul. Um, <laughs> so we can't play the usual game where you guys get to do it. So I'll yeah, just let yeah. you take a few guesses, okay. and then we'll see how you do, and then I'll get that. Because now that we're in Trump's America, um, I mean, there's no escaping. You're stuck here with the rest of us. Don't fucking think you're going to be moving to Europe, all right? You motherfuckers are all staying right here and suffering with the rest of us. So if you got to stay here, at least you should be in one of what's considered the 10 best places to live in the United States, right? <clears throat> I mean, you want to be in one of the 10 best cities. Uh, so, sure. I mean, at least make the, the next four years of hell a little bit more bearable for you and your fucking fa family. So I want you to try and guess a couple of these places in the top 10 cities list. I know I know you'll be able to get a couple cuz What are the so criteria? Um basically it's on uh you know jobs, quality of life, uh the education, it's the typical bullshit. That's usually it, you know, being able to find good paying jobs, uh good educational systems, quality of life is like, you know, they have, you know, museums and parks and stuff for all the family and, you know, low crime rate. All the typical bullshit. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. Trump's America is so bleak, it's hard to think of anything that's positive. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, number one on the list. Holy shit. So I know Scott already knew this because I saw yep. he posted yeah. on his Facebook page to stop fucking moving to Austin. <laughs> he does that like several times a year. <laughs> and he's got a point because I did do a little research because I was bitching about uh, my San Antonio trip on my podcast a couple weeks ago. And I remembered it was a top 10 population city, but I couldn't remember where. And on the list, I noticed that Austin is like number 11 now. So Austin is fucking, it's getting up there, man. Too many people in Austin. But Austin, yeah, it's, number it's booming, one. And the roads suck balls. They're but, terrible because, like I said, I passed through it going to San Antonio. And it yeah, was like, they, Jesus Christ. I, I, yeah, they need to fucking fix that shit. <laughs> they need to fix a lot of things in Texas. Awful. All right, well, dude, you already hit number one. So now you just got to take a couple more shots. This is just for shits and giggles now. <sighs> you've, already um, won the, you've already won the fucking game. You're just taking shots right? in the end zone to run up the score now. I guess so. Um... I mean, I'm just going to go to the state that I live in, then. I'm going to say Minneapolis. Minneapolis, not on the list. Damn. <sighs> um, At least not in the top 10. Yeah. It's number 17, just so you know, since you live there. Okay. Um, But not in the top 10, so fuck it. Man. Fuck I, I don't know ass. a lot of the crime rates around the nation. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix did not make the top 10. Okay. I'll give you one more, and then I'll give... Because a couple of these, you're going to fucking scratch your head, dude. Because I looked at them, I was like, what the fuck? But... Yeah. Um, man. 
This this is actually kind of tough. Oh, really? After you nailed number one right off the bat? Well, yeah, but Austin's fucking Austin. Like, Austin is to, Austin. That's it's a good hard point. To, it's hard to top that, man. <laughs> Place is fucking great. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of like an up-and-coming city. You know, that's not one of the big ones that's all torn down and full of shit. <laughs> but, uh, man, I don't know. I know it was, it, it was like really down in the dumps like a while ago, but maybe it's bounced back. So I'm going to say Portland. Oh, sir. You just, you're breaking my heart. You did so good off the beginning <laughs> there. Now, this is, this is a shocker, dude. Like, uh, like I said, I'll go from 10 down. We, of course, we already know Austin's number one. Uh, number 10, they have Salt Lake City, Utah. Ugh. Yeah. Number no, nine. Definitely th- not on my list. Now, this is one you'll be like, what? Number nine, Des Moines, Iowa. What? The the cost of Who? living there is um yeah like because it's really Des Moines, good. Iowa, and the quality of life is really no high, offense to anybody who listens to the show that lives in Des Moines, Iowa, <laughs> but it's fucking Des Moines, Iowa. Who the fuck wants to live there? I, I drove through it before. Yeah, was it gross? I don't know. I didn't stop. I just drove it's fast. Des Moines, Iowa. Did you fall asleep no, while you were driving through it? I saw we were coming from. I'd like hit eighty to get through it as fast as possible. It started hearing like banjos. That's like the uh, what what was it in Wayne's World two? You remember when they were like doing the blue screen thing and they had like the states or whatever pop up behind them and they had to like act out what they were doing. God damn it, dude! I don't remember. <laughs> and you know they're like you know Texas shows up and they're like oh let's raise in rope broncos you know and all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. just doing the stereotypes of all the different states and then oh, uh, Delaware pops up and they're like. Hi, we're in Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what I feel about Des Moines, Iowa. It's like, hi, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. So sorry, Iowans. Yeah, I mean, so, no offense, but... So sorry for Eric's fucking, fucking shitty-ass attitude towards your beautiful fucking state. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been there, and it was a snooze fest, so... Hey, assholes, guess what? You're not going to be trading corn to Vietnam, so go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, number eight... Boston, Massachusetts. I have to think that black, wow. pe- black people wouldn't think that from what I hear. But yeah, Boston, I, I would not have thought Boston. I mean, I like Boston. Mm-hmm. I haven't fun, been. Fun it's town. F- few big cities I've never been to. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really there. cool. Tons of history there. There's a lot of cool scenes. It's a fun town. But I wouldn't have thought that that would be like as far as, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the cost of living there is not that cheap. Oh my God! No. I know. I know. I actually have a friend, uh, a girl that me and my sister went to some school with down here, and then she got married, and moved up there, and I've always tried to get. Actually, personal side note for people who don't give a shit: before found out the fucking wife was preggers, she actually for Christmas had set up a trip for us to go spend like a long weekend up in Boston because I've always oh, wanted shit. to go. And then no, I, I would, yeah, preggers. It's going to be a little tough, but I would definitely recommend uh, if you can try. Get up to Boston. <sighs> Fucking ruin my life, man. Kids. So, <laughs> so now Bo- Boston's going to have to wait. Hopefully it'll still be there in a few years. We don't, uh, the nuclear war won't take it out. Um, number seven, they have it together. Raleigh and Durham, North Carolina. North Carolina's blowing up. I know it's a lot of people moving to North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Number six, Seattle, Washington. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about Seattle, but I just wasn't sure. That's why I went with uh, Portland. But 
Seattle should have gone with Seattle. Seattle's pretty goddamn great from what I saw. I didn't get to spend a lot I've of time been. there. I've never been. But it's I've like, heard good things. It's really great scenery wise, man. The drive up, you got these big, they're not redwoods, but they're trees that are fucking ridiculous. I mean, they might yeah. as well be redwoods. They got the fucking, you see Mount Everest, you got the mountains, you've got the fucking ocean right there. It's, I mean, it's really nice, man. The scenic, but of course, when that fault line fucking ends up breaking and the tsunami, it's going to kill everybody there. So I don't want to be there. Um, hey, anybody lives on the West Coast, if you live up in Portland South, you're going to die. Um, <laughs> just a warning. You might want to get the fuck out of there. Um, this is the one that made me fucking do the double take. Like the, <gasps> what? Um, number five, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yep, what? that's the reaction. That's the reaction I had. <laughs> you got no words for that, do you? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I don't I've know. been, I've spent time in Arkansas, and, uh, mo- mostly around like Little Rock area. And I think Fayetteville's where the uh, University of Arkansas is, right? Razorbacks, aren't they in Fayetteville? Yeah. So I yes. don't know. It must be a great party scene there. Um, I don't know. Number four, and I have the feeling this is going to change over the next few years. <laughs> this ought to drop on the list <laughs> substantially, but Washington, D.C., Oh, yeah, that shit's tanking like a motherfucker. It is a cool city, though. D.C.'s really cool. There's a lot of awesome shit there, man. It's probably like Boston. So much historical shit stuff. Really cool. Um, I'd imagine, but I I don't know. I thought the crime rate was pretty high. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought the murder rate was a little bit on the ups. So that was that's the one thing I saw that I was like, don't they kill a lot of motherfuckers there? Um, <laughs> this one was a little bit of a surprise, but... But number three was San Jose, California. The only thing I could think it's on there is because all the people who are like, San Francisco is way too fucking expensive, so we're going to live on the other side over here, and then we can just drive fucking 45 minutes in and get to San Francisco, (laughs) and we pay half as much. That's the only thing I could think. I've only drove through San Jose. I haven't spent any time there. I'm sure it's a, a wonderful city. Yeah, the only thing I know of San Jose is the sharks, and I fucking hate them, so... Yeah, yeah fuck that place. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's kind of the same. <laughs> fucking sharks. Um, and number two on the list, and I this is going to be... If I had to move right now from Texas and get the fuck out of here, I used all my scientific calculations to decide where would be my place to go, and this was the city I came up with. Uh, number two on the list was Denver, Colorado. And that's where I think I'd go, just because I figure um, it's far enough away from the coast. Like I said, when the tsunami hits and kills everybody on the fucking West Coast, I'll survive. You never hear about tornadoes and wildfires and shit Yeah, but you're really close to Yellowstone and the mega volcano. Yeah, but you got to understand, that's hundreds of miles away. I think we'd have plenty of time to get out. Uh, I mean, there'd be tremors. the mega volcano. Well, dude, I don't know. We're just, look, we're all fucked. It, yeah. We're, we're not going to make it till then anyway. So, and of course, number one, Austin. Yeah. So I, I didn't really think of, uh, I didn't think of Denver, to be fair. I didn't think of Colorado at all, to be fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't spent a ton of time there. I mean, you know I t- where my mistake was? My mistake was I didn't take into account, you know, the places where marijuana was recreationally <laughs> legal. 
<laughs> I should have. <laughs> well, it's not in Austin. Austin's never one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's two of them. You know, Seattle and Col- and you know, Denver. So I mean, it's a good point. I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that is if a- I would have thought of that, I probably would have gotten either of those. It so. Probably- Probably knocked him up a couple notches on the yeah. list. But, yeah, I think Denver is pretty great. Like, just from the little bit of time I've spent there, I really enjoyed it. So, I I, I could see – I could definitely see that. But, so, anyway, my uh, message to everybody, if you're thinking about moving, just come on down to Texas move to Austin. Uh, I, I'll, <laughs> you're I welcome, a, Scott. We got a buddy down there, and he'll show you around town anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Eric's sister's down there, so if you know if you're a single guy, I might be able to hook you up. You could be, become part of the family. <sighs> two oh, of my sisters. Yeah, two. Well, but isn't one married? Yeah, one of them's married. Yeah, see, you don't want to. I don't want the people messing with her. She's already married. I ain't a yeah. home wrecker, dude. But I mean, you got to be careful because one of them's a firefighter, the other one's a cop. So <laughs> that's true. You fuck them over, mm-hmm. you you might get in a world of hurt. The the firefighter is a single one, and she's she's fun. I'll tell you that that much. You'll have a good time hanging out with her. So, I mean, not like in a horse way. I'm not. I gotta be. I gotta fucking watch it. She's just she's funny and stuff. That's what I mean. She's entertaining. Yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but she's gonna kind of calm down because she's uh, <laughs> trying to go for chief. So, oh, okay. I was gonna say she's gonna calm down. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Dude? Calm down as far as you know, drinking and stuff like that. Yeah why this is the time to start drinking the trump administration well, trying to become chief and all that stuff so and what's the what's the point really i mean let's be honest the the point is her pay grade is gonna skyrocket if she does that <sighs> yeah well you know what that doesn't do me any fucking good so she already makes decent money and she gets to be a chief she'll be fucking loaded hey now there you go and then in about three years she'll be able to retire and their retirement is based off of their last three years Mm. so she'll be set for life she's not that fucking old she's like my age right uh she's in her 40s yeah yeah god damn dude yep she's she's gonna be set it's she's already she's already set yeah, the only time I ever wished I was still in the military is like now, like at my age, I'm always thinking, like, man, if I would have stayed in the fucking army, I would have retired like five years ago. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't have fucking dealt with that. Shit. I couldn't have put up with it, man. I would have fucking lost my shit. Fucking, I would have been one of these motherfuckers shooting up a base or something. I couldn't have done it. Yeah. But anyway, goddamn, God man. We're so far in, we haven't even talked about some shit. I was going to say, I just looked at the time, I'm like, holy shit, we're an hour in. We've avoided most of the Trump bullshit pretty good today. I'm very proud of ourselves. We needed For the most fucking, part. Hey, we needed a little bit of a fucking blow-off show. Man, it's been too, yeah. t- it's too tense, dude. I've, and I've been watching so many news shows and, co- I mean, political comedy, everything else. But, I mean, just but, so much of it, I oh, just needed a break. To quickly recap some of the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a re- recap. So you had Kellyanne Conway pretty much doing an advertisement for Ivanka's fucking fashion line, mm-hmm. uh, which is potentially illegal. Uh, not, not potentially. It is oh, illegal. I mean, totally illegal. Yeah. Alternative facts. Um, and who knows where that's going to go. Uh, I know that you know Nowhere. people have already asked for an investigation and stuff and yeah, asking and, her to be fired and all and that like stuff. And like I said, Jason Chavitz will not investigate a Republican. 
Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, you have Flynn who said he didn't talk to a Russian ambassador about you know sanctions that Obama had put on him before uh, Trump's inauguration, mm-hmm. and then lo and behold, he did talk to Russian ambassador about Se- several times <laughs> about the sanctions and pretty much telling him, "Hey, don't worry about it. Don't overreact because it's all going to go away." Uh, undermining the current administration's agenda. So that is illegal as well. Eh, just a little. Uh, so yeah, there, there's lots of several fun things going on in the Trump administration. I know I put it on my Facebook post, but you know that there are people within the um, his security advisory that have been asking information about Poland. Um, and it's just very suspect because... Their ties with Russia and Russia's mentality against uh, the West and the West influence on surrounding countries um, and their desire to uh, assimilate those countries into the Russian fold. Um, So that's kind of a little eyebrow raising, at least for myself. I know it didn't make national headlines. It didn't really go much of anywhere besides for the uh, Associated Press release, but it made my eyebrows raise. I looked at that and I was like, that is not a good sign. <laughs> you know? When when they're probing to try and find information that doesn't exist, it's they're signaling something, you know. They're they're <laughs> aligning themselves with Russia, which we already know they are. Yeah. So it's just further proof. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and then you have that uh, Trump dossier that has been circling al- around uh, uh, the CIA mm-hmm. uh, that had been unconfirmed. Tinkle time in Russia. <laughs> they are now, as far as the stories, not confirming, but as far as the meetups and the talks, they are starting to confirm that stuff. Yeah, not the real salacious stuff, not the fun stuff like getting pissed yeah. on the hookers, but yeah, all the, the all that like you said, the uh, information gathering and stuff that yes. they had found. Yeah. So it's not total bullshit at this point. There actually might be some traction there, you know. So it again, it it takes investigation. You know, that we we need people to look into the shit. And why the fuck Republicans are not going crazy over this crap just mind boggles me. Um, well, Doesn't you know, make, I mean, you know I, why. I know why, but it's still like these are the quote people of values and all this shit. You know, they always <laughs> they always talk about how you know it, it's all about honesty and truth and all this other crap. When lo and behold, it's like we have the most deceptive lying administration we've ever seen and this is three weeks in i told you man they love trump because trump is such a disaster and he draws so much attention it's going to allow them to just do every evil thing that they've been wanting to do for the past six years under obama and they'll get no flag for it because trump takes all of the it's like when trump gets to the point when they get everything done they want to get done that's when they'll go after trump then he's no good to them anymore, and they'll want to get him the fuck out of there so they can get Pence in. 
But for right now, Trump is like their fucking golden goose. That He just keeps fucking laying those golden eggs and everybody just keeps fucking chasing them around the yard every day. And they're just in the background just fucking taking away people's fucking rights and giving, you know, to doing more fucked up shit. It's a goddamn party for the Republicans right now. They're yep. loving it. That's why we, we got to do our part to fucking spread the word and get the information out there. Yeah. And I, I like I said, I love these... Um, all the people, like I said, between Twitter and Facebook, and you see so many people, they're getting more involved and they're calling him out on his bullshit. And I keep it up, man. I go on there every morning pretty much and look and see what he's already tweeted. And then I just make shitty comments about it and stuff to him, which I know it, for me, it's just uh, there, you know, it's, it's therapeutic to do that. <laughs> it doesn't really do any good, but I try to stay up on everything going on, you know, his bullshit and then the actual, the evil the Republicans are doing in the background. You know. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I mean, we just keep doing our fucking thing and trying to try and lighten it up a little bit more because I know it's a it's a fucking thrashing dude. Everybody's getting so fatigued by it all. I mean, it's three weeks in, and like I said, it already feels like three years. So we'll try <laughs> we'll try and try and lighten it up a little bit. I'll try and find some more fun stories. And, <sighs> Not me. <laughs> Eric will keep bringing us down. I'm heated like a motherfucker. I was, fatigued. I was fatigued uh, whenever the inauguration, you know, rolled around. I was like just fucking tired of it, but I'm emboldened now. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I am too. I mean, I'm staying on it, you know, but I mean, just for the listening audience, I'll try and like they can follow us on Twitter at the Intel Savers, and I am constantly retweeting stories and throwing out shitty fucking things i'm i'm as shitty as i can get on twitter all the time so they can follow us on there and get updates on things but uh i'll try and bring it back a little bit on the show we have a little bit more levity so we don't all fucking go slit our wrists in a goddamn warm bath because hey man we only got a few hundred of you fuckers to listen to us we don't want you killing yourselves (laughs) (laughs) or killing other people and then going to prison because i don't know if you'll be able to listen to podcasts in prison so yeah, I don't know. Nah, eh, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, it's always possible, I guess. Who knows? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hope you folks enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, hey, what? They had to love this one. This is much yeah. better shit than last week. Uh, check out our Canadian brethren at Podblocked. Oh, those Canadians, man. They're so lucky. They got Trudeau. We got Trump. <laughs> Um, check out Michael's other show, the mm. utterly pointless mm. pon- podcast. That's right, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some hoax talk this week on one of my, on the one Intellectual of my Saviors Network. That's right, the, our new network. Yep, that you can't find anywhere. Yeah, you can. You can yeah, you can find it online. You just type in Intellectual oh. Saviors and. Well, no, it, but you type in intellectual saviors, it gives it to our fucking Look, dude, shit, not to your shit. Our network is very much like the Digital Frustrations Network. It's in name only, but we're going with it. No. <laughs> Digital Frustrations Network is actually a network. Like, they have a webpage that has the yeah. links to all their different, you know, to all their yeah. other shows. We don't. Sure they do. <laughs> they do. I know they do. God damn it. Don't argue with me. Okay. Uh, check out our buddy, our buddy Brad's 
shows. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. There you go. And of course, Digital Frustrations on the, the Digital, digital frustrations, frustrations Network. Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah, beyond that, fuck everybody else. Yeah, pretty much. Alright, well. What? I. Wait, I had a joke. What was it? <laughs> See, what was that joke I was going to tell? Uh, uh, were we doing dad jokes again at the end? <laughs> oh, my God. What was it? Oh, yeah, I remember now. It was, um. <laughs> <laughs>